If I did have a menage a trois, it's none of your business. I think you're forgetting that one of your menages is my grandson. I think you're forgetting that it's 2021 and no one is as boring and vanilla as you. I'll have you know that I have had plenty of wild adventures between the sheets, but with one man at a time. TMI, Sheila, TMI, why are you here giving me grief? Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Conveyor. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We recap Neighbors the Soap, and we are in. Melbourne's PirateNet Studios, the mobile PirateNet Studios, out on location in a car picnic. I'm Vaya. I work in showbiz, trouble suspending disbelief. I have, also known as at Remude on Twitter, it's Kate. Hello. Hi, everybody. Uh, where have we set up camp today, Kate? We're in a car park between two lovely sports grounds, and it is actually a really nice spot, but we are surrounded by characters. <laughs> yeah. It's a real uh, um, slice of life. I was going to say the reject bin from the Raggy Dolls, but that's not appropriate. Everyone's great. Everyone's living their best mm. lives. It's a lovely mild evening. It's really nice. Look, it's a beautiful day. We're still in lockdown. Um, officially now the most locked down city in the world. Yeah. But that's and, okay. Uh, it's still a nice day. <laughs> it's just one of the colourful characters is uh, just, just, just look, looking, at looking, looking at us with the microphones. Now they've passed. I can tell you what yeah, I told yeah, me yeah, just yeah. before, which was, oh, my God, you should have seen the old school Bogan family that walked past me. Now, to paint the picture, I would say right at home with the Timminses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even right down to the like the white terrier, well, bull terrier crossbreed. And the um, one of the gents has got like a double stacked can, like a traveller, oh, yeah. but two double story. Oh, no, because the other guy was sucking back on it. Oh, okay, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's got to walk the dog. And behind me, in what Vaya must be staring at right now, is like an old gold Merc. And the guy sitting in it had his naked hairy legs hanging out the window before. And also with the door open, I could see a lot of his, I don't know, side belly. So I'm not 100% sure if he's wearing pants. He's actually reclining quite. He's reclining further. And, but he's just, you know, well, maybe he's doing a, a pod that he's getting ready for. And That's something he's watching. I saw his face before and I said to Vay, he's, he's a bit Angus Sampson, which paints a picture, but mm. now I'm actually thinking he's a bit more Harma superstar. Oh, gosh. They're a band, aren't they? Well, he, no, he's, he was. he's a guy. He's yeah, a guy. Yeah. yeah. Good grief. Okay. All right. Yep. That's, I would say yes. Now, what did I just say that made me think I should mention this in the council business? Oh, characters that join us. Neighbours council business. Sweetie, it's just business. Last pod... We were joined, CJ and I were joined by a member of Victoria Police, Officer Daniel, and he was quite the hit among our listeners. Maybe he's like the other cop that we see on Neighbours. Yeah. When Levi's like dealing with his relationship crisis, yeah. he's actually on the beat. The cop that gets one line at a time. Yeah. So, and he's a subscriber now, but he, Daniel, if you're listening, the listeners loved you, mate. Our Facebook group, Neighbours Council, went off. Send us a tweet, NeighboursPod, NeighboursPod at gmail.com. Did you listen back to yourself? But we're going to upload the whole chat because we did have to edit you down, mate. Because you will, Charlie, have a chat to cut you down a bit. So the whole chat will be up on our Patreon feed, uh, patreon.com slash NeighboursPod, in lieu of a tribbing this week. 
just to keep the workload manageable as we near the end of being the most locked down city in the world. It's just quite emotionally draining. So well, particularly because we've just had our absolute highest case numbers ever today. Yeah, it so, was yeah. It actually, when I was listening back to, I was doing a day in the life of my life last week on the pod and I was listening back to it going, it's actually not that stressful a day because a few of the times I'm like, then I fall in a heap and do nothing. But in those times, I allow for times to just despair Mm. about the state of things. That's what you just have to make time for feeling your feelings. So yeah, things that seem simple when we're not in lockdown are very difficult when we're in lockdown. But it's a beautiful evening. Yeah. We're surrounded by lovely things. And we're in nature. Yeah. The other item of council business, uh, which I haven't watched, so but I do want to shout it out, is that Natalie Imbruglia did an interview and Ben Hall like called in a cameo. That's so cute. So I do want to watch it. It brought me a lot of joy just seeing that it happened. But yeah, I'll watch it and it'll be a nice time. Mother and son reunited. Now, important agenda item is that for the soap over the road, we just thought we'd bring this to the attention of our listeners that watch both soaps, is that Sam Frost's been cancelled. So just get so out the, I, I get out the band hammer. Because she was a bachelorette. Yeah. Was she a contestant to begin with? I believe she was. Was she on like with Tim Robots? I think she was Blake's season. Mm. But also I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Mm. Cancelled. Yeah, cancelled because she's had to, quote unquote, come out as an unvaccinated member of the community and uh, she feels segregated. Oh. Uh, pull the other one. Just And as, as we've said before on this podcast, we are a pro-vax podcast. Oh, God. We're a pro-human life yeah. podcast. Please don't kill us. <laughs> and when I say pro-human life, I don't mean pro-death, like the other type of pro-life. I mean... Pro public safety. Yeah. When people have we, we support public health measures. We support experts who have studied for years. One hundred percent. To work on vaccines and then administer them. These people them. have performed miracles, and we need to respect that. And because they were less lazy than us and did these sorts of degrees. Degrees. Yeah, I trust them. Sam Frost. I will, I will quote actually Natsuki eighty two on Twitter, which that is an old school call out that one because she, she tweeted around kind of the. She must have tweeted neighbours back in the day. Yeah, back when yeah. we did, yeah. like a, a decade ago nearly. Yes. She says, I can't wait for the Sam Frost exit storyline on Home and Away. Maybe people could start offering the writers suggestions. Hashtag COVIDiot. So jump on. I reckon get it going. Tweet to the Home and Away crew. Mm. Suggest your exit storylines because we cannot have someone shutting down another Australian production. It actually makes you wonder, Vaya, like considering all the, the harsh measures that Neighbours have undertaken, whether there will be any objectors in the cast or the crew. Yeah. Considering that the really harsh measures they've lived through, surely they'd all be like, here's something we can do to try and ease this and situation. clearly Sam Frost as a personality, I think she was even an, a nurse. Am I getting that wrong? I don't know. But uh. she's a personality, not an actor, because an actor would know in the art, living through the arts industry... The arts industry is in crisis. I'm one of the very few people that's got a job, a reliable job at the moment. Actors cannot be turning their back on work. No. And also as an authorised worker in Victoria, we are mandated to be vaccinated. I just on Friday sent through my certificate of vaccination to my employer, as all of the neighbours cast I imagine would have to do, because authorised workers are now mandated to be vaccinated. So anyway, Sam Frost, see you later, alligator. Um, and that's all the business. So she's doing business with you. Kate. Mm. 
let's get stuck into some Nicolette parenting chat, one of our favourite <laughs> topics. She's back in the folds, back on the street. Yeah. And she's set up in her co-parenting triad with the fathers of the baby. Yeah. David and Aaron. She's brought Ryla, real Isla, into the mix. And Vila, baby Abigail, has sailed off onto greener pastures in Wollongong with her... <laughs> the gong. She's gone up there to um, be the referee in the battle for Neighbours's favourite fan, favourite <laughs> podcast <laughs> um, contributor. Yeah. What's I the thought... battle of the gong, mate? Um, DJY and Brett Bowman. Who's going to win? Is he from the gong too? Both of them are. Stop. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, that makes it really fun. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hear back from Leo because Leo's still in the main titles. But why Wollongong? I'm sorry. Look, no yeah. offence to our, you know, fans, but look, there's some beautiful coastline. Look, there's I'm, a giant steelworks right on the beach, though. I can't help but assume that it's a shout out to neighbours. They've listened. They've gone, hey, DJ, why? Respect. Do you reckon they've got like a giant map there and they go, well, <laughs> look... <laughs> I feel, look, we've used the Gold Coast many times. Yeah, B just went to Broome. Um, Port, Port Macquarie. <laughs> yes, we've yeah. used that. Let's, what's somewhere that's not Sydney? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what about Wollongong? Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Um, so, see you later, Leo. But poor David and Aaron are left bereft. Sorry. Sorry, I just had a moment. Like, Brett Bowman also swapped New York for Wollongong. <laughs> he did. Yes. Because of, well, because of COVID, but um, he's, yeah, he's working in New South Wales. I have a question, Kate. What's Leo done with his winery? Christ only knows. <laughs> like, seriously, those, it's, it's the, the grapes of wrath now. <laughs> <laughs> the grapes of rot. Because no one's tendon. No. Let's hope he's got an irrigation system going. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, David and Aaron, poor things. I really feel for them because they keep wanting to talk about the baby they bonded with yeah, for nearly two that months. Yeah, sad. Also, particularly for Aaron, who doesn't have a biological connection, he would have been working overtime mm. to make his connection with the baby yep. and to have her ripped away. And there was a moment where um, Isla smiled and they were like, oh, oh, no, she smiled last week. Oh, no, that was the other baby. Oh, oh yeah, that is awkward. How about the bit where um, Isla was upset and they, they just didn't know what to do? Mm. And so Nicolette's, all right, let me just take her and like she calmed down and they were both really put out by that mm. and it's funny because like when you're in a relationship and your baby's crying and the other parent can fix it you're relieved aren't you yes although it is frustrating what and I think CJ related to this one the next day when Nicolette was trying to make herself settle David just wanted to pick her up yeah and I do feel for that because that really gets at you. A baby's cry just, you know, yeah, they're awful. speaks yeah. to you, the insides of your soul. You still have to give us a chance to be dads. It feels like you've moved in just to shut us out. That is not fair. I'm trying. But you also can't just be dads when it suits you. Excuse me? Well, I invited you over for morning tea to spend time with Isla and you spent that time with Abigail instead. Oh, don't pull that on us. You're the reason we developed an attachment to her in the first place. They probably should have sat down and had a chat about what their processes were going to be around self-soothing. Yeah. Oh, look, it's hard. That situation is a complete mess. They sh just shouldn't mm. have done it. They want to be sole parents, don't mm. they? Darren? They do. Yeah. And they were doing it. That's the what made it so hard is that they yeah. had it all sorted for 
And there was a great moment where one of them yelled at her, I think it was David, when Nick said, look, I've got all this sorted out. And David's like, you created this. So don't be freaked out that we... Um, oh, it was when she had her panties in a twist because they went to cuddle Abigail yeah. the other day. Yeah. Ugh. And he's, they're like, you did this to us and now we're sad and trying to adjust. You can't yeah. be suddenly persnickety about it. Oh, Mr. Hart, what a mess. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, Mr. Hart, what a mess. So, meanwhile, I want to do a little sidestep because I didn't give this much attention last week, but what the hell is Nicolette's problem with Chloe? Oh, fuck me. That that was because she, she's created this fantasy in her head that Chloe and Leo were having an affair when, in fact, Chloe may or may not have been sexually assaulted. Yeah. And it's now been debunked, this myth. Hmm. Multiple people have now collab- corroborated the story. But that- she, she embellished it, like, with the help of um, Brittany mm. as well. And so, I, look, I don't know. I did love the bit where Chloe um, had the engagement ring stuck on her finger. Ooh, and then <laughs> Nick got the olive oil. And, like, that that str- was- strong-armed her into taking it off. It's actually quite violent. Like, get yeah. it off. I'm like, okay, I know it's really creepy that she's wearing your ring. Yeah. But did Chloe go into Isla's room and steal out? Yeah, because they... It came in the mail and then they're like, what do we do with it? What do we do with it? Let's mm. put it with Isla's things so she can have it when she's older. But then because Isla was Phyla, yeah, it ended up in with Abigail's stuff. Imagine what a come down wearing Nicolette's ring would be compared to Pierce's. <laughs> like he he would like probably get a, like a, a four carat diamond ring, yeah. like an absolute knuckle duster. And she'd be like, I don't know, a bee's dick of a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say bevels, but no, a bee's dick online. Mm. is It's an online jeweler. Uh, I just think Chloe, have a bit more self-respect here. Okay, whatever. You've developed feelings, you've redeveloped feelings, but you haven't even taken a moment to look at this woman and say, you full-on swapped a couple of babies there, lady. Like, that is a lot to take on. Don't go back there. Imagine Nicolette telling anyone else this story on the dating pool, like Mm -hmm. getting out, mingling and singling and going, so guess what I did recently? It is a huge mess. And date outside your family, Chloe. Oh, Chloe, this, you wash your hands of this while you're in Adelaide, because she's taking a little um, oh, I miss respite that. in Adelaide. Because what, bloody... to, to visit um, Toils? And... Yeah, and um, the baby, the, the, the Paige and Mark baby. Vincenzo. Freddie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, because bloody, what's her name? Jane Plain said, look. Can you give my daughter some breathing room here? Because she's having some moods and tanties. Mm. And get out of your own house. Yeah, get out of your house. Can I please keep living here? Chloe's can, like, can my my boyfriend keep his camper van in your driveway? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about all that later. Chloe's like, fine, I'm going to Adelaide. Fuck you all. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully while she's over there, get on to Tinder, see what's out. Actually, you can do heaps in Adelaide. They're not locked down. You can, yeah. Look, I watched the travel guides on Adelaide and I thought, yeah, that looks like worth a visit. Yeah, my mates... Um, my go ma- and, like, dive in a cage with sharks around you. My friend Haley runs Adelaide, like a website, yep. TV series. Heaps of um, tourism ideas. Get it's like Handorf, the German town. Mm. Beaches. Get amongst it. So that's them. Um, to resolve their tension... Darren. They should just all hop in the bloody sauna together to resolve their tension. (laughs) 
<laughs> lovely idea. No, inst- not the baby. Instead, they have put together an agenda, like a timetable of when they're all going to be home, who's going to bond with Isla when. But what it has become... By bond, do they mean changing nappies as well? I hope so. Yeah. Because newborns, say, no, newborns yeah. go through like seven nappies a day. And that's why dads really should just take over the whole nappy business. Mm. Like, Particularly if you're breastfeeding, that mm. is like the whole changing nappies and bathing is a great thing for dads to do. Yeah. It's just straight in, straight out. Like whatever goes in comes out within the hour. Yeah. And it's inoffensive. And especially with two dads on the go, you can yeah. get some good, good many, nappy many coverage. Many hands make light work. Yeah. <laughs> so that better be on there. But what it's going to become is Nicolette's going to feel smothered because they don't want to leave her alone in case she runs off with the baby again, which yeah. fair point. You don't want to get like a little ankle bracelet for baby Isla. Now, just a little moment for Paul and Teresa's separation because we didn't have much movement on that front. Yeah. Well, though, except for that giant, um, you know, I've holidayed in Thailand bags from the $2 shops. <laughs> CJ mentioned them in the previous pod. <laughs> I call them the bags of my people, but <laughs> the bags of my <laughs> ethnic community. The, the tri-coloured bags. Like the, the, yeah, they're kind of like tartan-esque bags yeah. from the $2 shop. So, separation. But guess who's on Team Paul? Little Miss Harlow. She keeps yeah. trying to convince Tarage that all the stuff he did wasn't that bad. She's like, there was one line where she goes, but Granddad didn't even swap the babies. That was Nicolette. And David and Aaron have forgiven her. What's going on in the neighbours' story writing rooms? Did, did they have a meeting about Harlow and go... Well, there's no there's no chance of a boyfriend anymore because we don't have any young single men. And also because they shipped off her other boyfriend that she's still with. Oh God, oh. he yeah. was he's like the male version of Baudry. Mm. Yeah, and they're going. Well, what did we like about other female Robinsons? Oh yeah, Elle. She was a bit of a yeah. She had a bit of an evil side. Feisty. Yeah. Or or maybe they went. Well, we've already got a Mackenzie who's going to be the goody goody yeah moral compass. Which no look. I was never here for Harlow's sanctimony, like mm. the business of, you know, the, the chocolates that she got Chloe in trouble about. <laughs> Environmentally dangerous the, the, the lint balls, yeah. <laughs> which she preferred to actually just chuck out the whole lot rather than <laughs> eat them. God. So do you think they sat around and went, all right, well, let's just, we're bored of her. Give her, a, give her a touch of L. Give her an upgrade. Um, so that's that. They also, they shipped Jesse back in for the morning. Who cares? I didn't. Did I micro-sleep through Must that? have, because he was in one scene. <laughs> Hi, I'm not your son. No hard feelings. Bye. Going to the prison. So he's not coming back? No, he flew in for the morning. <laughs> wow, man. On COVID. Paul's dime. Oh, my God. Like, imagine these days. He'd have to, like, quarantine for <laughs> 14 days here. Paul flew him in, paid for his hotel quarantine, and then <laughs> wow, <laughs> sent him back. All right, that was that. Now, well, I'm glad I had that micro-snooze. Yeah, get, let's get to some juicier stuff. Thrupple time, right? Oh, Amy, yeah. Amy, it's not so rosy over at the bachelorette apartment mm. with her two. Well, it's not really a bachelorette because she's in a committed relationship with but her t- fellas. I'll tell you what, it's not bachelorette. It is actually Batwing apartment. <laughs> Did you see that jumper she was wearing? That's like direct out of the 80s. I and love it was, that. It was like a spider's web as well. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's glamorous. And it was glitzy, like black and yeah, bronze yeah. or gold. Yeah, it's really a pretty. Lyrics in it, yeah. Love it. Love her style. I didn't even know you could find Batwing stuff in store at the moment, but I guess, you know. Well, maybe she whipped it up herself on the Hatsvana. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is down in the dumps because everyone is gossiping. About town, she called the she called Erinsborough a town as well. Everyone in town is talking about the fact that Levi and Ed had a little sleepover at their girlfriend's house, and she's put out by that. 
and people around the cop shop, the rumour mill is whirring. Officer Daniel has put up a questionable picture, like a meme on um, Levi's locker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can all speculate on what that is. And Ned had that line of, oh, you're not that flexible, Amy. Which <laughs> 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 is very cute. But yeah, that's specifically say it was not a menage a trois. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's a very different thing. But can we have a minute for Sheila? What's she- oh, Again, what happened in that writer's room? Because what has happened to our grumpy granny? What yeah, was she? Cranky granny. Cranky granny. She's become bigoted. Look, I can be sympathetic that she wants her grandson to be in a relationship where someone's 100% committed to him. I can see why she'd be worried about that. But really, uh, I don't know. Just... It's just, it's a problem that could be solved by them leaving. Like, Move out Levi, of Grant's house. Yeah, Levi could go live in Eden Hills and this problem goes away. Mm. Well, why didn't Amy, like, find somewhere further away from the waterhole? Yeah. Oh, did Hang on, Sheila's housewarming presents. That was last week, wasn't it? But then this week, Sheila saw Nellie had made some sort of artistic creation out of her ugly gifts. And so she went on the warpath to Amy's apartment. And Amy could just shut the door and go, bye. Oh, Amy should have locked the door. Yeah, I don't like you. I don't care about your shit, about your bric-a-brac. Get it out of my face. Bye. What I do want to talk about is we have a new new friend, but an old face that we know. Isabella Giovinazzo uh, plays Felicity Higgins, I've called her. (laughs) Felicity Higgins. How do we know her, Kate? Uh, from Playing for Keeps, yeah. and we've discussed this before, Neighbours is Playing for Keeps work for the doll scheme. Yeah, because that's where these actors that don't have anywhere else to go come to Ramsey Street. Yeah. Now, I love this woman. She had a really warm energy on Playing for yeah. Keeps as Jessie. I never saw her on Home and Away over the road, but I just really like her. She's just mm. got that that quality, draws you in. She managed to draw something out of Levi as well, like... Straight away. Yeah. Because he, he crashed into her. They crashed into each other. Classic meat cute. And she spilt his Bloody Mary onto him. And instead of going their separate what's, what's ways. What's someone doing having a cocktail at the waterhole when there's a freaking cocktail bar right nearby? I'm very confused. But but you notice the um the tram's back, which we'll get to later. There's now another place to eat and drink yeah. back in the mix. So I don't know. Sometimes you just decide what you feel. I think actually lately with lockdown... Sometimes I go, oh, well, I ordered out for lunch. I'll order a different, I'll I'll, I'll get delivery of my coffee in the morning, my lunch, my dinner, like whatever gets you through. Um, Okay. Felicity's like, let's have a drink. I'll buy you a drink to make up for it. They hit it off. And because Sheila's been planting the seed of, don't you want anything uncomplicated? Are you actually happy in this relationship where your workmates are bullying you? Which... I think she has a point because Levi's been really insecure about the relationship, especially since his mum was in town. Yeah, and it's not as fun anymore because no. they're all trying to figure out whose night it is and yeah. Amy's glum. Yeah, It just doesn't feel like there's that much chemistry there between him and Amy. No, Ned and Amy have always had more. Yeah. And even in the relationship, they seem happier in it. Yeah. But this gets us to a very interesting turn yeah. of events where... Levi's hit it off with Felicity Higgins, and at first he thinks Ned's going to rat him out, which was good. Good on you, Ned. For, you needn't go straight spilling the beans to mm. Amy. He let let 
Levi spill those beans? And he's like, oh, I was going to tell Amy that I went out on a date. Well, it wasn't a date. I was so I'll tell you what, mate. It was a date. Like, <laughs> look at that situation they were in. He's having flirtatious chats over cocktails with some strange woman. And doesn't I drop that he's in a relationship. if my husband was doing that because yeah. that, it is suspect. Suspect. D- didn't drop that he had a girlfriend. Didn't mention the thruple. And Amy is like, did you exchange numbers? And he goes, she did give me her number. <laughs> It does sound like he's, like, um, addressing the judge as well. Or he's in interrogation. And then Ned overheard Felicity on her phone call with her friend saying, oh, I've just met this guy. He's really cute. We're having drinks and it's going really well. (laughs) (laughs) Who calls people anymore? Well, it sounded like she was going to meet someone. Right. So she had to go bail. Surely she could text it all through. (laughs) Yes. But then Ned wouldn't have overheard. (laughs) I know. I know. Look. She could have left her phone out and he could have read it. I mean, lucky her friend answered because I'd be like, "Mm." Can't be bothered don't, right now. Don't impinge on my time. No. Um, I, this is, okay, this is a funny story. I mean, <laughs> you, you can decide that when mm-hmm. I tell it. So I've been obsessed with Law and Order, Organised Crime, mm-hmm. and SVU, but Organised Crime's kind of better because um, a lesbian is writing Elliot Stabler at the moment. The co-creator of The L Word, Eileen Chaikin, has taken over as showrunner, well, not taken over, she is the founding showrunner of Law and Order, Organised Crime. And suddenly, Elliot Stabler is like evolved and sensitive, and just he's a, look, he's a widower. As yeah, well now. but now he's like he can be free to love Olivia without the Catholic guilt, and he is leaning into loving Olivia. And there, it, there's a lot of amazing scenes about that. And the other day, I had a call from friend of the pod, Michael Chamberlain. He rings people. He's very old school. Oh, that's hard work. Yeah, the phone rings, and it's like, all right, Chamber's in for a chat, and you, you know, you ha- you make sure you answer it, and you you don't have anything on. And I was, okay, look, let's just say I was watching Law and Order Organised Crime in the middle of the day at the time that it was airing, coincidentally at the time that it was airing overseas. What are the odds? And Chambo was having a long chat and I just, they were doing crime and I wasn't interested. There wasn't any feelings chat. So I just, you know, was doing my phone call. And then all of a sudden I see Elliot in his apartment pick up his phone and I hear him say, hey, Liv. And I was like, shit, I have to see this scene. And so I just told Chamber, hang on, I've just got to just hang on, stand by. And I put him on mute. And I watched I watched Elliot Stabler have this like meaningful DNM voicemail with Olivia Benson. And then I just lied. I came back and said, sorry, just had technical issues with my phone. <laughs> Meanwhile, a baby for Christ's sakes. They're the excuse for everything. It's true, but I wasn't that quick thinking. I just, so I just fully, oh, sorry, gotta go. Gotta change a nappy. I just fully ignored my friend for five minutes to watch Elliot Stabler. <laughs> um, and I forgot why I brought that up, but it's because because Fliss uses the phone. Yeah, like, she uses the like phone. She's from the early OOs. Yeah. So Levi says to Amy, "Well, I have a question for you because I hit it off with this lady. We never discussed the rules about." the other two-thirds of this polyamorous relationship yeah. and whether or not they could extend the web oh, mate. and date outside of the trio. I see. This is what Amy should have said. Levi, did you not watch Sister Wives like I told you to? <laughs> Those women don't have multiple husbands. <laughs> and in this situation, you are the women, okay? Mm. I'm the one with the power here. Yeah. I feel like at this point Amy should go, well, you know... Let's just cut our losses. Yeah, yeah. I've still got one boyfriend. You can have a new girlfriend. Yeah, but 
then I was also thinking this is kind of the greatest solution to everything in soap where you don't have people in monogamous relationships and they can just hook up with anyone they like at any given time. True. It's like having a bisexual character, like having Chloe. She's available for whoever is around. Yeah. It's great. It was a Hendrix feature on Thursday. I have a lot of mixed feelings about how this Hendrix plotline has played out. Firstly, testy time. Very important messaging. So weird. Go to a booth, go to your doctor and get everything, get in your nether regions seen to. Get them checked, make sure everything's in working order. I would have thought that testy time would have had a better follow-up um, arrangement Look, afterwards. I'm glad this wasn't SponCon because this is not a single part of me that wants to endorse the testy time brand. <laughs> that doctor, oh, his return appearance did nothing, no favours. So Hendrix, they found a lump at the testy time booth, and he has completely fallen off the edge. He hasn't coped with the fact that it could be Rocks a, can- his nuts. a cancerous lump. Instead of going to like a 20-minute appointment to sort it out, he has just skived off school, done some extra workouts. Yeah, gone off the rails. Mm. And as CJ said last week, Hendrix lives very close to the rails anyway. So yep. it's not, <laughs> he doesn't have to step very far to land off of them. And he was... A bit abusive to Mackenzie, and oh. she told him to jog on or on a break. Yeah, poor darling girl, because she went and filled out. She did one of the greatest acts of love. She filled out paperwork for him. My God, there is nothing more tedious on this green yeah. earth than filling out paperwork. And well, she, she didn't do his tax return, so I mean, no, there's that. But Betty doesn't do tax. Oh, it's he hopefully had to. Pierce um, has his accountants do it, but yeah. still, Hendrix. Mr. Sack. Now, they're calling it an SAC, but it's a sack, okay? It's student assessment. I don't even know what it Look, he concentrated on another sack, okay? Yeah, yeah, he had two sacks on the go and he's neglected one for the other. (laughs) He's neglected both, actually. But to make up for it, Mackenzie's written out the paperwork for him to apply for special consideration or whatever it is. And yeah, later he's got to change it too. I couldn't do my sack because of my sack. (laughs) The irony. And he's thrown it in her face. And she's organised the head of Lanzini's to try out Hendrix's food and give him a work experience run at Lanzini's. The but best gonna, who's going to work at the, the coffee shop while, whilst he's at Lanzini's? No one gave a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie's like, oh, Ned will find someone else. Is Nicolette coming back to it? Uh, no, Chloe tried to ask her that. And Nicolette's like, well, I'm not obviously going to be doing that now, am I? Well, now you only have to do one third of the parenting you did before. I think you might have a little bit of spare time. Yeah, express some of that milk. Go pour a few lattes. Meet a nice, cute woman there. Yeah. Oh, we don't know if Felicity Higgins is by. Maybe. <sighs> Odds on. I would fall in love. I'm so in love with her. Like, Nicolette would fall in love with her instantly. Um, guess what? We forgot to mention. Guess what Felicity Higgins' occupation is, Kate? Oh, fiery, mate. Firefighter. How many fires are we going to have on Ramsey Street? So, like, Levi and she are first responders. Yeah. So they've got that bond, which I really like that for him. Yeah, I do too, actually. We could have used her a few fires ago. Oh, my God. Aaron's for yeah. high, the one I escaped from at the waterhole, at whatever oh, it was it's called. Got, it's got to be a gas leak that she's yeah. going to have to come and rescue someone Ew. from. Cats in trees, all over it. Now, Hendrix. Okay, so he is scared. Coyle's been a wonderful confidant to him. Yeah, Coyle has really stepped up mm. into like a, a fatherly role for him or a you, big brother. Because all of all his experience at the buddy club, he is a great big brother figure. Mm. And he, he'd also be the kind of guy in buddy club who'd take the kids out the back of the shelter shed for a 
you know, a dart or two. <laughs> Durry. <laughs> <laughs> Not good for the cancer. But he says, look, go to the doctor. And Hendrix cancelled his appointment. He's like, yeah. make an appointment. This could be absolutely nothing. You're acting like a tool for no reason. So do you want a drink or something? No. I want you to sit down and make this call. I'll do it later. Hi. Uh, I'd like to be put through to the urology reception. Hi, yeah, I'd like to rebook an appointment for an ultrasound. This afternoon, that's really soon. Is there anything <clears throat> tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, this afternoon works. This afternoon? Oh, that's too soon. And Cole's like, mm. <laughs> Marge Simpson, yeah. <laughs> um, now, let's do a little sidestep uh, to discuss friend of the pod, Nick. He's been on the pod before. And he has had a journey. This happens a lot, actually, with our audience, our friend, our community, our neighbours' community. Often when there's a serious storyline on air, usually there's someone in real life going through it. Yeah. It's quite common. And we've had a few neighbours' community members go through health issues while a character has gone through it on yeah. screen. And in this case, Nick recently dealt with prostate cancer. And it's something that's been in his family. He's had to deal with it again. And he just had surgery, had the prostate removed, and is now cancer-free. And Fantastic it, news. Wonderful. And it's actually played out very closely in time with Hendrix's storyline. He said it's been really weird to watch. Mm. So I was asking how he found the storyline because, to me, I felt it a bit lacking towards the end because Hendrix goes in to the appointment and Dr. No Bedside Manor says, oh, let me just... Let me just read your scan, ultrasound results in front of you because I didn't do it before. Yeah, which is surely every every doctor would actually just mm. cast a quick eye over it. Mm. And, oh, let me see. He was. It's like he was reading out results for Australian Idol or something and just, and the winner is, the winner of Dancing with the Stars is, oh, let's I go just, to an ad break. I took a screenshot of the actual. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Everything's normal. But it looked as though it was just a um, basic kind of blood test. Does it actually say everything's normal? Did he actually say scan because... It was an ultrasound. Well, because this is a pathology report. So oh. that's like a blood test type thing well, or, or some sort of analysis. I asked Dr. Kathy because um, Nick was wondering if he was also going to have a biopsy because with a lump, yeah, you check that out. Well, and, I mean, maybe it's easily identifiable as being a cyst. Okay. So yeah, Dr. Kathy said you would need a biopsy to confirm. And if the ultrasound is suspicious, then maybe recommend re- removing the whole testicle. But... None of that bizzo went on, and Hendrix is in the clear. He said, it's just a cyst. It's not cancer. See you later. Yeah, yeah. It's your fruit in nut mix. (laughs) Yeah, nothing fruity in the fruit and nut mix. Well, no, it is fruit. It is fruit. Not nuts. Okay, great, great. But it made me think of um, Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. (laughs) (laughs) Vaccinated. Oh, boy. I mean, had he been vaccinated just beforehand, we need to clear this oh, up. Yeah. He's just getting into, like, COVID vax conspiracies. Imagine. Oh, my God. I would actually love if they did a bit of vaccine hesitancy with the young'uns on Neighbours. Oh, you know who they'd give it to, though. Hello. No, they'd make it Sheila's business. Being hesitant? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I reckon it'd be a whole canning cl- clan mm. of, like, just bogans saying, yeah. nah, mate, I'm not poisoning my child and I'm not poisoning my body. <laughs> You're kind of... Oh. <laughs> Okay, so I think they handled a serious topic poorly. They had an opportunity, this is Nick's words, they had an opportunity to do something really good for awareness and I think they got it so wrong in messaging, storyline and execution. The casting of the GP, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, 
worst bedside manner. Mm. Um, like that's not how it happened. We didn't have like an oncologist's involvement. No, no. And also in his pathology report, it said he was referred by Dr. Kennedy as well. So Nick would have referred him to see a real oncologist to explain the process, have a biopsy, and then the oncologist could tell him the good news that it's not cancer. Then it shows the importance of testing to make sure you're okay. You don't necessarily need the guy to have cancer, but it shows that you go through a process, might encourage more people to get the test. Mm. I would have preferred him to have some kind of cancerous lump and then show him having to get it removed. Yeah. Because then there's a lot of more story potential to have a young fit Mm. man like this have to go through something like that. Um, But then we wouldn't have had the scene that happened immediately post that appointment. Yes, which we'll have some words to say. But Nick, I should point out that Nick said that the Carl reaction at the tram was 11 out of 10. Yeah. And he teared up watching it. Like, it was a beautiful scene, and I agree. I wish I wish Carl had hugged him. Yeah, which they probably couldn't do because no. of the scene we're going to get to. They probably mm. used up all their touching quotas. <laughs> but Coyle brings Hendrix to Carl because yeah. Hendrix Coyle dialed up and made the appointment for Hendrix. Mm. Hendrix got in the clear. Coyle's rarely touched by ethics as well. No. So, like, he didn't go, oh, well, this is sensitive and it's none of my business, so I'm going to just stick out of this. He's just like, nah, I'm going to tell him if you don't. <laughs> Which was great. But it yeah, was it, it, what he, needed to happen. He, he could still preserve the trust because he said, mm. I'm not going to go behind your back, but I will tell them if you don't pull your head in. Mm. And then he made the appointment and then Quall walked him over to Carl at the tram mm. and they told him. And then Carl had this moment, he took a pause and he looked down at Hendrix. And then he climbed down off the tram down to Hendrix's level and mm. supported him and just said, what do you need? What can we do? We're here for you. And then Susan went and told Mackenzie and then Mackenzie's like, okay, he acted like a dick, but he's going through something. I'm going to be there for him. And you know what? Come here, if that doesn't happen too too often with him, doesn't it? <laughs> it's always something. Yeah, he's always something. Um, so from someone who just recently went through it, it was the fact that all the supportive people around him was fantastic. Mm. It was just the fact that that kind of cop-out with the GP not fully going through an accurate procedure at the end. But Nick also wanted to do a plug for rule prostate cancer. Their whole thing is rule prostate cancer, as in convincing people to rule it, to go and, you know, get tested and get it sorted. And the idea is to protect legends, like protect the legends in your life. So this organisation, Rule Prostate Cancer, they're selling bucket hats and the funds go to um, providing treatment and care and support for the legends that are going through prostate cancer. So go uh, have a look at ruleprostatecancer.org.au. That's a nice thing you can do. And look, you know, it's not testicular cancer, like what Hendrix thought he had, but it's all in the region. It's just a little left turn. Yeah. <laughs> Once you're down there. And fellas, we have had a few people in the Neighbours Council mention they've gotten tested recently, you know. Good on you. Go get tested. Yes, like everyone do it. Get tested for whatever personal thing you've been putting off. Especially the stuff that might seem awkward, like yeah. in the downstairs region. So yeah. I can't and even say it. I'm saying downstairs region. Just be grateful that you're not behind a shower curtain in Erin's Borough oh. at Lassiter's because you can do it in the privacy of your GP's office. Maybe that's why they did that. So people at home could go, oh. <laughs> Things could be worse. All I have to do is, I could just do a telehealth. <laughs> just, well, probably, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. I could just go to my comfy GP's office. Put a GP, mask on, go to the doctor's. Comfy GP's office and get Don't put these things to. off. Now, Hendrix is in the clear and he comes home with Mackenzie and they're celebrating. And yeah. what happens, Kate? So, look, putting this out here. So far, we think they haven't consummated their relationship, don't yeah, we? because it hasn't been mentioned. And they've been very yeah. cutesy, handy-holdy. They're not particularly passionate, though, are no, they? No, no PDAs. And I had the suspicion that maybe Mackenzie was asexual. Yeah, because she, 
wasn't interested in sex with, what's his name, Robbie? Richie. Richie. And it hasn't been at the forefront of any of her relationship chat. Mm. And she did go through major surgery a year ago, um, gender affirmation surgery. So this is something that isn't necessarily going to be a hasty decision for no, her. No, no. We've been waiting for some intimacy moments and chat with McKendricks and it's now happening or about mm. to walk, we'll see, because they come into the Ken Den and it's on. Full on passionate pash that's seconds from the bedroom. Oh, it was raunch. It was sizzling. It was it was in the spirit of the Kennedy house. Yeah, wasn't it? the Ken Den, the blue box was proud. <laughs> it was just glowing. <laughs> it just its lid lifted automatically. <laughs> you could feel the vibe. <laughs> It's like, ah, (laughs) yes, my master. (laughs) The cave of wonders has opened. Uh, But it's cut short because Hendrix's alarm goes. Mate, I've got to go to work, mate. Oh, Ned can (laughs) handle it, Hendrix. Ned can handle it. But wouldn't it have been so satisfying if he did think it was like a cancerous cyst that they had to remove? And but the, the, Mackenzie the, was just about to find out that he was Nicki Minaj's cousin friend. <laughs> <laughs> but when he thought, oh, I don't have long to live, I better, you know, consummate my relationship. But <laughs> it's more of a celebratory romp that they're all on the verge of. So he runs out and Mackenzie's left all the fluster. Yes. She, she was like, oh, she was a bit disoriented. She's like, whose house am I in? Something has been awakened <laughs> within me. Yeah. Talk about the Cave of Wonders. Um... <laughs> Well, that's very exciting. I'm very happy for them. If it took Hendrix maybe having cancer to get there, well, so be it. That is, that is some kink. Uh, Imagine, are they only ever going to get turned on when finding out that they don't have cancer? Yeah, life or death. It's life or death. But it's, I'm really proud of Mackenzie too because I reckon Harlow would have just abandoned him and gone, no, you were an asshole. But Mackenzie saw beyond that and was like, well, yeah. okay, you were a dipshit, but no, look, to you be honest, had a I major health scare. I don't know. Or do you think it's Mackenzie's inexperience and naivete taking over? And also, like, fear of rejection. Oh, yeah. I think um, Harlow would be like, no, I'm sorry you're going through this and I can support you as a friend, but I don't deserve to be treated like that. Mm, true. But then when he pashes like that. <laughs> he wouldn't say no to him. Really. <laughs> he wouldn't say no. <laughs> I mean, he's young enough to be our son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but legal, nonetheless. <laughs> So well done, McKendricks. Excited to see where that goes. And I think that's led us, that's everything on the docket. It was a little slim little week, wasn't it, Kate? It was. But it looks satisfying ending with finding out that Hendrix is all right. Yeah. Look, we'd, he navigated that as a 19-year-old boy probably would. And it's just a shame that the back end was tied up in a neat little bow so swiftly. Like, because the messaging there is... Quick, go get tested. It's probably going to be fine. But, or you could just have an awesome time on the pingers out with Roxy. <laughs> Which, again, great silver lining. But for a lot of people, the results aren't going to be as positive. No. And wouldn't it be helpful to see how this guy navigates that? I don't know. Look, there's a lot of heaviness on neighbours at the moment. Truth. The, the whole... Um, <sighs> my daughter wasn't my daughter. And storyline, oh. the pull into rage, split oh. up, the, my God, you have no chemistry and no joy in your lives, <laughs> thruple. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'm happy that... Granny's I'm, a biggish. It's wonderful that a young man doesn't have cancer. Chloe's wonderful. like the saddest bitch in Aaronsborough. The saddest bitch in Aaronsborough. The key takeaway is if you're worried about your health, just talk to your doctor if you're worried about 
that getting vaccinated, just talk to a medical professional. Or just fucking do it. Who's done the hard yards. <laughs> talk to your chemist. They're a good chat. Someone's done the hard work and they will look after you. Look to the helpers as we tell our kids. <laughs> Shall we do? Citizen or citizen? Well, did you hear me drop in Chloe being the saddest bitch in Erinsborough? Yes, I was hoping you would because Kate hasn't caught up with last week's episode, but I didn't have time to talk about because Officer Daniel interrupted before we could talk about Chloe. And I said, let's save her for next week because Kate will have some some honours to give out. Oh, for God's sake, Chloe, find somebody else. Move on. She's, look, A, you're too good for her. B, you're rich enough to actually travel overseas. (laughs) C, just bloody... Oh, get out. It's it, it's just a really toxic situation yeah. you're living in Ramsey Street. You deserve to be with someone who's not going to scream at you every time they see you. Yeah. Paige, talk some sense into her. Piper, sort 100%. her out yeah. when they visit. Well, that was the saddest bitch. Mm. Okay, my citizen goes to coil. Oh. Yeah, for actually um, resolving the Hendrix storyline for all yeah. of us. And being the buddy that we know he is. This could have stretched out for weeks. Him just <laughs> going off the rails and, you know, pondering his nuts. When you pair it back, it really is just boy delays an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> boy struggles with making an appointment, which is what Mackenzie could have done for him because she's great at the tedious admin. But when even Coyle is sick of your shit, mm, you know, yeah. that, that that is a line has been crossed. <laughs> um, shit isn't Sheila... I just can't. Any, I just don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with your judgment of how other people want to live their lives. They're no, not hurting anyone. Don't give shitty decor gifts. No, no shitty decor, no clutter and no emotional clutter. I w- I'd rather have Sheila go out and find her own romantic partner right now because it's been a while. Where is Clive? No, Clive isn't he's, even her romantic he's, no, partner. No, he's Jane's. It's, that's how long it's been. Oh. <sighs> Isn't it? Yeah. Now, she is knocking on the saddest bitch in Aaron's door know, too. Which is something you would never think to say about Sheila Kenny. You know what she should do? So back when I was um, having some questions about my own sexuality, I... Hang on, Sheila is questioning her sexuality. No, but I'll get okay. there. All right, yeah. I had some questions and I thought, where do I find those answers? Bottom of a bottle. A lesbian bar. <laughs> and I went to a gay bar a couple of times to, you know, just get the lay of the land. I reckon Sheila needs to go, I need to embrace this community. I need to go to like a... She's the cranky granny. Yes. People would be buying her drinks. Go to some kind of social night at the community centre. Maybe there's like a a games night for polyamorous types. Yeah, grandmothers of polyamorous types. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, the grandmothers of polyamorous, grandmothers of polyamorous, I was trying to think of a fun acronym, but it's like grandmother, just grandmothers of the polyamorous, GOP. And... She can mingle and then open her eyes to what's there and then she meets someone there, a fella. Then we get new drama. Remember when she was dating? Was she dating? She's trying to date Hamish, but he had someone someone else on the side. Oh. She was inadvertently. In yeah. A, yeah. Mm. Lots of people are poly without realising there's another person involved. <laughs> uh, yeah. We want our old Sheila back. Yeah. And that's that. God. What a drainer of a life we are in at the moment. <laughs> We're getting there. Getting there. Getting there. Um, thanks. We've had a lot of messages too from people who have thanked us for our service, podcasting during these times. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. These are your thoughts. Neighbours Council on Facebook. We are getting so close to the UK catching up to us that yeah. I now have to put the pod out not late so that they can have it. I think there's what? There's only nine episodes in between. Of Neighbours, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming up. 
and NeighboursPod on Twitter, NeighboursPod at gmail.com. Kate, where can people chat to you? I'm Remude on Twitter. And we'll uh, catch you next week to see, uh, see if McKendrick's get it on. Bye. 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 Yeah.